0: Hey guys, you're welcome to the very first episode of my podcast. I am Dada Girl. And just as you've rightly seen, the title of this podcast is Talk To Me, I'm Bored. Yep. So this podcast is going to be as conversational as possible. We're going to be talking about anything and everything, the kind of conversations that you do not really want to have with your friends, but you need to have the kind of conversations that we're shy about, the kind of conversations that we would rather just avoid. Yep, those are what we're going to be talking about on this podcast. And for the sake of this podcast, um, for the first and second episode, which is this and the next one, you would probably just be hearing my voice. But then I'm already trying to get some of my really, really amazing friends to join me on this so that we can have a full house. And you will not get bored just listening to me alone, although not to sound cocky, but I have a great voice. (laughs) Okay, so uh, before we go further. If you were listening to this podcast, then I am assuming that you already have an app with which you used to listen. So you can as well just subscribe to my channel and hit the notification button so that you are notified each time I drop an episode. And without further ado, let's get into this episode. Okay, so today's topic is, or let's just say the title of this episode is sweet sweet faith have mercy on me yep sounds cryptic (laughs) that was what i was trying to achieve honestly but anyway uh it's basically about um self-pity guilt and dealing with it um i don't know about you guys or about anyone else but i have had cases of where i had to deal with guilt and i had to deal with self-pity Um, especially when you do like really really dumb shit and you know it it comes back to bite you in the ass and you end up you know regretting and just really wishing that you never ever did it yeah and then the guilt comes over you and it literally clouds you and you're living in guilt like you're just feeling so sorry for yourself and you feel like shit and then you treat yourself like shit like you just you 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 believe that every other person is better than you at that point and you know you're just in that cloud and which is definitely not the best of yourself and so every other thing suffers for it your relationship with people work creativity every single thing suffers for it and in that period you know moving forward you're not talking to anybody you're not happy you're not anything you're just there you're just you know sinking um Let's see. I think the latest one that happened to me was um, I have been on a journey. I've been on like a very, very interesting journey, self-discovery journey. And it's has been very interesting, by the way. Um, I've had so many faces that I never really thought I would have. Um, I've seen so many crazy things. I have uh, reacted to things in ways that I never thought I would. And so I kind of like have goals. You know how, you know, you set goals for yourself and you look out to achieve these goals. So I kind of have goals. And, you know, I set a, quite a number of goals and I started and it was great. It was cool. It was going well. And then all of a sudden, um, I derailed. And, okay, you know what, I'm speaking very cryptic. So I'm basically just going to... Explain and be explicit, okay. So, one of my goals was the fact that I was going to be celibate, okay. So, um, and you know, celibacy came from me realizing that I wanted more for myself, relationship wise, and I wasn't ready to just settle with anything and anybody. And you know, I also wanted to be sure what I wanted sexually as well. So, you know, there was the face of I'm not gonna have sex until. I have an idea of what I want and how I want it done, and with whom, especially that I wanted it to be done. So I decided to go with celibacy, and it was very difficult. By the way, it was it was it was <laughs> it was a very interesting, difficult journey. Sometimes I wonder how I went that far, but you know, I uh, accord all that to God and the Holy Spirit. But anyway, so yeah, it was going really great until i met this guy and i have known him for quite a while a couple of years actually but we have never really really been friends um tmi he was my first so um yeah we kind of knew each other for a long time but we were not really really friends so he popped in again and we started talking and you know i decided to just give him the chance, you know, let's just get to know each other, let's just, you know, I'm in a face of self-growth, self-whatever, so let's put the past in the past, and move forward, let's be friends, so we became friends and we started talking and I kind of realized that, you know, I'd always had a crush on him and I'd always thought he was smart and, you know, blah 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 and we really started to talk and we started to like each other and stuff and then we were not staying in the same place, however, um, so I had a wedding in the town where he stays, and I told him, I was like, oh, I'm coming around, and blah, 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 we'll we'll get to see, we'll get to hang out, and we'll get to talk, because, you know, we really liked each other at that point, so I went for the wedding, and after the wedding, I decided to go see him, so I went to see him, and, you know, we're talking, and we're having fun, it was really, really cool, but something funny started to happen, with me, though, I don't know, with me, uh, there was this tension, there was this very strong sexual tension. Like, it was it was like a force that was pulling me, like, to just either get close or, like, just cuddle or, like, just, you know. And I literally had to control myself the whole time we were out. So I did that, and I struggled with it, and we entered the car, and I had to just sit at the other end, like, the far end of the car to just control myself. And then we get home. And then, you know, he walks me to my gate and I still had to hold on to myself. And then he hugged me and it was a really, really tight hug. And I had to just, I don't even notice, but like I was, my heart was really beating fast. I was like perspiring and all. And, um, you know, he left. And after he left, I was just in that state of, oh my God, like, I don't really think I can see this person again because... Apparently the attraction is really strong And I can't seem to control it Like if it had gone any further I probably would have just ended up doing something stupid So um, And we talked about everything That was one thing you know I like about him Like we are able to talk about anything We're like honest with each other And we can like say stuff So I call him and I let him know that Because you know he was all about We seeing each other again And it'd been really soon And he talked about you know having a birthday party and stuff So, I called him, you know, and I told him, I was like, okay, so you know what, this is how I felt, you know, I don't know if I'll be able to see you again, I'm not sure, I'm on this journey, and I don't think it's time yet, so I don't know, and he was also very skeptical, you know, he was like, Okay, I'm not about trying to ruin your journey. I know what you're on. You said it earlier and you have restrained yourself so far. I wouldn't be the one to ruin that for you. But if I tell you that I wasn't attracted as well, I'd be lying. But, like, you know, I just feel like I should keep my distance and all of that and stuff. And then he comes up with, you know, if you really want to come over, it's okay. Like, I can promise you that nothing is going to happen. We're just going to cuddle and maybe kiss and do stuff. But, like, it's not going to get deep. Like, I will make sure it doesn't get deep and all. And so, technically, he wasn't helping. You know you know how you're in that phase where you're trying not to do something. Like, you want to do it, but you're trying to, you know, work out your self-discipline and not do it. And you are now telling the person that you want to do it with. You know that, like, we know that really doesn't help. We know that this, that stuff is like bullshit. It never, ever helps. Actually, what we're trying to do at that point is to get that person to convince us to actually do it. So, he said all that, and I said, you know what, I think I can restrain myself. I mean, we can just, I mean, it's not compulsory, you know, I can just go and whatnot. So, of course, stupid me, picked myself up, and I told him I was going to call him if I wanted to come over and everything. So, I called, and I went over, and it started really well. We talked we cuddled, we made out, it was going really great. But of course, you have two people who are on heat, literally. Like, I mean, pardon my use of that word, but that was what it was, to be honest. You have two people who are on heat in the same room, alone. And y'all are making out, and y'all are cuddling. Like, you're literally cuddling onto the forces. So, um, <laughs> So, it kept going, and, you know each time he would stop and go, oh, I'm sorry, maybe I went too far. You know, he keep asking, is it too far? Am I going too far and stuff. And here I was, I couldn't say yes or no, because yes, you're going too far, but no, I want you to keep going. You understand? So I was, you know, I will just keep quiet or make a sound or do something. And long story short, so we had sex. And it was good. It was great. You know, he, it was, it was amazing. But... After I was done, I started to feel guilty. You know, I started feeling like I'd, you know, waited it out for a very long time. I'd restrained myself for six months and I just gave it away. And I gave it away on a platter where I knew that I couldn't end up with this person. Like, this was... Something that we both knew. We both knew that we didn't want a relationship. We both knew that we were not ready for relationships. It was, we knew that. We knew that, you know, regardless of whatever has happened at that point, nothing was going to change. We're still not going to want to be together in that manner because he's a workaholic. I'm a workaholic. we're trying to go after our careers. So relationship was not in the play. So sex happened and we talked And we talked about, okay, so what do we want to do with this? Like, this has happened. This is probably going to keep happening if we see each other, except we don't want to. So what do we do? And he was on about, okay, you know what, let's invest some time into this. Let's Basically, I just felt like he was talking that way because, of course, he did like me. Like, he did like me a lot, one, and he didn't want to lose that so and um he also didn't want to be in a relationship so it was more like okay you know what i want us to still have this i want you to still come around i want us to still talk i want us to still be cool because i really like you but like i can't offer you a relationship because i don't think i want it right now so yeah and for me it was i like you a lot too but i mean us doing this is me you know keep investing my time Into this And you don't have any promises Like so why am I investing my time Like you're not telling me that this could turn out to be anything But you still want me to invest time It just didn't really make any sense Anyway so where I was going with this is The guilt so I felt a lot of guilt And I tried working on it And you know how When you're doing the deed you The guilt comes But it doesn't overwhelm you It's the moment you get out of it that you feel like it's like a dark cloud just literally sits on your head and you're just there the moment i left him because um it was the next day that i had to you know head back to where i stay and so immediately like immediately i got on a bike and i left it was like that cloud just sank like everything just it was like the weight of the world just fell on my shoulders and the guilt just clouded me and I was just in that space and all of a sudden I became so tired like physically worn out everything like I just I felt so drained and it was it went on and on and on and I just started seeing myself as a piece of shit I started seeing myself as not worth anything I started seeing myself as having lost everything you know self-esteem and whatnot and whatnot you know I said you know having that mindset of oh he's gonna start seeing me differently he's probably not gonna want to talk to me anymore you know i couldn't even hold up what i said i was standing for i talked so much about it to him i'd bragged not really bragged but just like talked about it and how good i was doing and here i was at giving it all up and so you know i started pitying myself and it was the worst feeling i tell you it was the worst feeling in the world I really started to pity myself. I really started to think that, you know, I didn't deserve love. I didn't deserve attention. I didn't deserve anything. I just I deserved to just be alone and just be by myself. And I started, you know, saying all sort of things to myself. And you know, I started to kind of feel like everybody talking to me is just doing me a favor. You know, I deserve to just be alone and be by myself. I'm such a ho, I'm such a this, I'm such a that. And I just kept, you know, um, entrenched in that. And the one thing I've noticed about that is what that does is that it slowly and gradually diminishes your self-esteem and makes you hold on to things that are not true about yourself. And in that light, you begin to attract what you see of yourself. And I do that a lot, or I used to do that a lot. Which made me understand why I was attracting the kind of people I was attracting at the time. Because my self-esteem was really low. Because each time I made a mistake, I would always, always guilt-treat myself. Like, I would always, there would always be that guilt. There would always be that self-pity. So I realized that because of self-pity, I really didn't think I was as pretty as everybody said you know, and which in turn would get me so intrigued when someone, you know, starts to gush about how pretty and whatever I was, I would get so intrigued and get so interested and get so, you know, excited and get, in, in other words, get attracted to the person, whether the person was worth it or not. So I realized that that was happening. I realized that, you know, I didn't think I was worth a lot, which made it difficult for me to... Um, reject people who would compliment me and tell me how smart and how worthy and how valuable and how whatever I was. So it was easy for people to sweet talk me let me put it that way in situations like that, in places like that when I am extremely vulnerable so um, and I kind of learned how to deal with this, funny enough Um, and although I'm in the process, I'm not there exactly but i'm dealing with it and i'm dealing with it with you know just telling myself you know what this thing has happened whether you like it or not and um whatever it is this person thinks of you is none of your business you know he can think whatever it is he wants to think of you that's his business um and if he doesn't want to speak to you again oh, all fine and good you guys weren't talking for a long time anyway so you can just go back to that um would you feel bad yes do you feel bad yes it's normal i mean you held the ground until this point before you let it go so you did your best you tried and you know this just shows you that you need to work more yourself this doesn't make you weak this just says that you know you need to gather more strength and before you would do this again it would take a longer time and um you know, I told myself it's okay. It's okay to make stupid mistakes like this. It's okay to do stupid things. You know, it's okay to feel stupid sometimes. If you don't feel stupid sometimes, how would you know that you're smart when you're smart? So it's, this stupidity helps you to appreciate wisdom and knowledge, you know? So I talk, I talk that into myself and talk that into myself and, you know, tell myself, okay, you know what? Focus on something else. Focus on better things you're doing. Focus on things you're creating. Focus on, you know, your work. Focus on all the things and try to be better. Pour all that guilt, pour all that pity into something and channel it into growth. Channel it into creativity. Channel it into bringing out something. And i realized that It's when I'm in places like that, that I get to achieve more. It's when I'm in places like that, that I get to think more, that I get to, you know, work on stuff more and come up with different ideas and, you know, make certain decisions that would help my growth. So that's one way that I have gone about dealing with, you know, self-pity and guilt. And I know just overwhelming, how overwhelming it can be. I mean, it can drive you crazy. It can literally cut you off everybody. It can drive you to a point where you... Are on your own like you've cut off every good person in your life and you're just on your own and it also drives you to a point where you lose all form of self-esteem and just consider yourself trash so that you lose your own worth you know um everybody's bound to make mistakes i mean you know there was this, there was this write-up i saw where a statement was made and what was said was sometimes we go back to make old mistakes to remind ourselves why we are moving forward and I've held on to that and I feel like that makes a whole lot of sense because how do you know that you are moving forward if you don't go back a little you know so you have to remind yourself sometimes that you're moving forward by going back a little bit and making some mistakes in the past um, this I wouldn't exactly call a mistake You know yes I did feel guilty about it because I felt like you know I could have planned it better and I probably shouldn't have gone that far with it but I wouldn't exactly call it a mistake because I enjoyed every single moment of it and I felt like I liked the fact that it happened because you know it only made me realize just how far I'd gone and it only made me realize just how important it was again to be very, very sure that I was ready to be emotionally attached to the person and also that the person was ready to be emotionally attached to me before I engage in search. So it just reminded me that and it just, you know, further gave me more reasons as to why I need to go after and go in that particular path. So, you know, I don't, I don't exactly regret it, and I don't think it was a mistake, but I think that, you know, it was me taking a couple of steps backwards to just remind myself why I was doing what I was doing anyway, because I had gotten so caught up in the whole celibacy thing that I even forgot what it was like to be cuddled. I was forgetting what it was like, you know, to feel anything or to have sex or to even think that my body worked in a sexual kind of way. So it was good to know that, you know, I was still attracted to someone sexually and someone was still attracted to me, sexually, so, yeah, I guess it was a good one, so, yeah, anyway, uh, that's all I have to say about, uh, self-pity and guilt, um, if you happen to be going through any of these phases, you know, kindly talk to someone, that's also very, very important, talk to someone you trust, there has to be that one person, talk to that one person, and just tell the person everything, and if, There's a possibility that that person could also be, you know, the person that you made the mistake with, or it could also be, you know, the person that is involved in the mistake or whatnot. You can talk to the person too. Um, It might not even be sex for you, it could, you know, probably just be anything that is making you feel so guilty and you know you have feel so much pity for yourself that you're beginning to lose your self-esteem don't don't let that happen look everybody makes shitty mistakes okay like you have no idea the things that people have done the extent or the mistakes that people have made so don't judge yourself for it you know it's it's i mean it's bad enough that every other person is judging you the last thing you should do is judge yourself to be honest because that's the worst people can judge you from the outside. That would always bounce off. But when you judge yourself on the inside, that's you killing yourself and that's you losing yourself. So you don't need to judge yourself. You know, you don't need to pity yourself. You don't need to feel so, so, so guilty. Yes, it's good. It's good to sometimes know that you've done something wrong and feel bad about it. That's okay. But don't beat yourself up about it. You know, let it go. It's It's been done. If there's no way to correct it, then let it go. It's been done already, you know, learn from it and move on and know that. Okay. So next time I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to put myself in this situation. I'll make sure that I run very far from this, you know, so just, just try to regain yourself, try to redeem yourself because trust me, um, self-pity and guilt can drive you to the worst. It can drive you into depression. It can drive you into suicide. It can, it can literally drive you into the wall. So it's something, it's not something that you need to dwell on. You are of so much value. You are priceless. You are amazing. That one stupid mistake doesn't change who you are in any, any form. It doesn't make you any less of a person. In fact, it makes you more of a human being. And trust me, it's one of the things that people fall in love when they fall in love with you. People don't fall in love with your perfection. People don't fall in love with you know all the amazing things that you've done that's not only what they fall in love with they love that too but they also love the fact that even with all your amazing accomplishments you have still made certain mistakes that you have learned from and that you have moved on from you know so yeah last last we'll be fine right (laughs) all right guys Uh, i guess this is gonna be it for this episode um Like I said earlier, if you are listening to this, then that means that you have an app that you can listen to podcasts with. So just subscribe to my channel and hit the notification button so that you're notified when next I drop a new episode. All right, guys. So I'm going to catch you in my next episode. Till then. Goodbye.